bad. I get home at like 10 p.m. and then immediately I go into work the next day. Which still isn't bad. Complaining about going to work at either of my jobs at 10 a.m. People are like, I go to work at like 7 in the morning, 6 in the morning. I'm like, I'm still probably sleeping by then. Your life's a joke. Uh, your love life be away. I'll be in Ikea some days and they'll be playing that song. And then out of the middle of nowhere, everybody's like just doing their business and I'll just be like, like And people give me the weird look, but all the 90s people who were around those. Everybody gives you weird looks. Well, it's, it's not just Regardless, everyone always gives me weird looks. It's probably because the mustache. I get so many goddamn compliments on this mustache. It's ridiculous. Just because, because people, people wish they were as cool as you. Well, I'm not sure if it's they, they wish. It's just like, that's a really cool look that I can't pull off because I know my girlfriend will kill me. It, it's like that thing, like, I get more compliments from guys. It's like, dude, nice mustache. And they're all like, I really wish I could pull that off. Or I really wish I was allowed to pull that off. Right. I want to pull up some stats. I meant to pull this up, and I forgot. Let's go to my page. I know I shared it on there. I'm trying, I'm trying to have everything queued up. Cool. I learned the hard way that I need to keep my AC on all day yesterday because it was uh, 74 degrees outside. I get up to my apartment, it's 86. Uh, because heat rises and also because... And my fucking dishwasher is the loudest motherfucker I've ever used. You're the loudest motherfucker I've ever used. What, what hat is that? Uh, it's Tiesto. It's the DJ that I went to a performance not too long ago last summer. Gotcha. gotcha. Make sure you're talking to the microphone. I'm talking into the microphone now. Yeah. yeah. We've been recording. Oh. That's why I did the sound check. Oh, so we, we're, we're recording. Okay, well, if we go before we go any further into Infinity Wars, uh, massive spoilers ahead. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't seen the movie, don't listen to this. Yeah, it's... Do not listen to this. I'm trying to think of the best way to describe... You had a good way of describing the um, the way that that people died off. It was called the what? Um, well, it wasn't... Are you talking about the event? Yeah, the event. Uh, I've seen a couple things. Uh, the snapping. The snapping. And the snapture. You know, it was really interesting. So... Oh, hold on. Let's, let's... Again, if you have not seen the movie, turn this off. Oh, yeah, we're about to tell you. Well, honestly, I'm going to tell you this. This isn't really much of a spoiler because you should know certain people are going to. This is an ending, and people have known this. This isn't the ending. The next one's the ending. Oh, this is a part one of the ending. Part one of the ending. But um, by the end of the movie, about 50% of the Avengers are gone. Yeah. Now, the only ones that are saved from grace in this entire movie because they didn't show up are Hawkeye, Ant Man, and Wasp. They, they are mentioned in the movie saying, like, oh, yeah, they're off doing something else. One they're of them retired. Well, Hawkeye's retired, and I think Ant-Man was... Okay, so in the movie, um, they ask where Clint and Scott are. They both took a plea deal after the events of Civil War because it was too hard for their families. Both of them are retired. No way. 
I mean, there's another Ant-Man movie coming out. Yeah, so yeah which the trailer came out today, and they address that. I saw some of it. What was the way that they addressed it? Well, we'll talk about the trailer after we talk about the movie. Okay, yeah. But, um, yeah, Avengers Infinity War is not... It's an Avengers movie, but it's mostly a Thanos movie. It is Thanos is the main character of this movie, hands down. Um, he has... He's a really of the, good villain. Oh, yeah. He, he's possibly even their best villain. He's so complex. Um... But he, he has, has the most screen time out of anybody in this movie. Even sure. if even if he's hinted at, there's he doesn't have a lot of like a lot of on screen time. Yeah, yeah he, he does. Well, he, he, he does. Quite a he bit. does have a good amount of on screen time, but he's also got a lot of I'm being referenced time. Yeah, yeah. Whether or not he's actually on screen or if they're talking about him, it, it's all about him. A hundred percent. So people in the movie that I never expected to see again, also not portrayed by their original actor, Red Skull makes an appearance. As the protector to the Soul Stone. Man, you do not know how to go through a, a movie. You just hop around. You just hop around. <laughs> but I mean, you just hop. I'm getting to the highlights. Honestly, there's a lot of filler, and then there's highlights. There's no filler in this movie. The humor is filler. No, it's not. It's, not it's needed, or it'd be a punch in the gut every two seconds. That's true. Oh, and another thing is, is that right at the beginning of the movie. Okay, okay, we'll start off at the beginning of the movie. Good. Within the first ten minutes of the movie, somebody dies. Yes. And that somebody, I'm on it. I'm honestly surprised that they killed him off, but he's been on it like in the the mythology of Norse. Uh, in Norse mythology, Loki dies a lot. Yes. And they okay. make a joke about so, that. So, so the film picks up right after the events of Thor Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Maybe from that post credit scene, maybe ten minutes. Has passed. Enough, enough time for them to send out send out an escape pod carrying half of their people, mm-hmm. which they people are criticizing the movie because Valkyrie's not in it, Korg's not in it. He they probably were on the escape pod. Yeah, Thor mentions that Thanos killed half of his people, which probably means they had some sort of escape pod and got a shit ton of people out of there. But people then, are complaining that that's a giant pothole. Well, the question that I have is. He killed 50% of the universe up to that point. Uh, well, 50% of every planet that he's conquered. Then when he gets the Infinity Gauntlet, of those 50, do all do all of the 50% that he's saved... Again, you, you jumped right to the end of this movie. <laughs> I'm working my way through this movie. Because there's a lot to process. I want to start with the Asgardians at the beginning. That did piss me off. I was really upset that a lot of the Asgardians died. But, I mean, it was... Not only that... We, we had, had... Oh, wait, there was two people that died. Yeah. First. Heimdall? Heimdall died. And Loki And Loki died. both died. Yeah, that's right. But well, Loki tried to... He, he died as a hero. He, uh... Yeah. He tried to, to take on Thanos and, and died. Yeah. Heimdall died in enough time to send the Hulk to, to Earth. And then past that point, the Hulk doesn't make an appearance to the entire no, movie. No, no. The, the, the trailers are super misleading. The Hulk is not in the movie. Except at the very beginning. Uh-huh. Banner's throughout. And like everybody assumed, Banner was in the Hulkbuster. And he was. And he was. And one thing that he constantly... It's kind of funny. Like, the whole time, I think they were making a euphemism to uh, uh, not being able to get it up, if you know what I mean. No, I don't. I don't. I, 
sure it was probably it was portrayed that way but that's i don't know i have a i have a theory i'll go into i was just gonna say hulk fighting oh what's okay so it's a rectile dysfunction so it's hulk agra hulk agra hulk no no that causes you to get an erection yeah i know like, like Oh, uh, I'm talking like ED. I'm talking about ED, but how can I make that? Okay, HD. Let's just go. But if I say HD, then it means something completely different. Hulk dysfunction. Hulk dysfunction. Another thing that they they touched on a lot in Age of Ultron that they didn't really touch back on here was that whole flirtation between Black Widow and uh, Hulk. What do you mean they didn't? Touch they on touched it? on it. It's like like oh hey I'm back. Oh hey Bruce Banner gives her kind of like a. You're back, kind of like, we should bang. No, that is not <laughs> how that was. Oh my God, Kurt, you're the worst. No, she gave them, him the seductive eyes, like, oh, you're back. No, no, it was like, oh, I've missed you, and they just kind of stared at each other for a little bit too long. But it wasn't, it wasn't like that. It's just like, you left. I haven't heard from you in years. Cause yeah, two years. Probably longer, at least two years. And that's the thing is, is they talk about like, yeah, we really haven't caught up with you Hulk much, have we? It's been two years. Like, we split up. The band broke up. Yeah, like like the Beatles. Yeah, yeah, like the Beatles. Um. Yeah, you jump all over the place. You jump all over. This is fun. Okay, so we get we get down. Uh, Thanos has killed half the Asgardians, and yeah. then we immediately cut. Asgardians? Yes, the Asgardians. They okay. guard their asses. Of the galaxy? Of the galaxy, the asses of the galaxy. But um, then I believe we cut over to the to New York with. Uh, well, we find out that. Uh, Stark and what's his face? Her face. Yeah, Stark and Pepper are getting married. Yeah. Um, we haven't haven't really seen much. Uh, Stark now has a arc react arc reactor he's that he's wearing mm-hmm. um it's a nice little it's pepper's only real scene in the movie so it was nice to see her again but didn't really we'll see we'll see how that plays out later i think they could have honestly just to cover that in a phone call they didn't really need her on screen yeah but you, you have an actress like gwyneth paltrow you might as well um, yeah yeah um so next well i Hold on. Well, maybe we don't need to, to work our way like scene by scene. Yeah, there's a lot to there's a lot to process. So here. pretty much, um, Doctor Strange and Tony Stark start talking in the uh, New York. Uh, what's it called? The Sanctum Sectorum. The Sanctum Sectorum, and then during their talks, they get reintroduced to, to Hulk and blah blah blah, and then all of a sudden, shit goes down in New York City. The the Space Wizard and Hulk Jr. or what? I don't know what they're Squidward name. and uh, oh, that's right, Squidward. Yeah, that's uh, I've been Mal. seeing a lot of Squidward memes recently, yeah. and those are really funny. It's uh, Squidward is Ebony Maw, and the big guy is who uh, doesn't have a single name. line; he just has grunts. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but yeah, they're they're the children of Thanos. Yeah, they're, they're the, the Black cho- Order. The Black Order shows up, and there's a big spinning disc in the sky. Hold on. What? There's a burning ring of fire joke that I could have made there. Uh, anyways, <laughs> shit goes down. They start fighting. Um, Peter shows up. In his Spider-Man costume. And they t- 
take him into orbit in his Spider-Man costume, but Tony's like, hey, he's going to fucking suffocate. So the Iron Spider makes an appearance. Yeah, so the way they did that was really nice, too. I'm glad it wasn't just like, oh, I have this. Uh, put it on. No, it actually makes sense in the, the plot of the movie. It wasn't just ham-fisted in there. So Peter, being the hero that he is, is riding the spaceship, and it starts to leave the atmosphere, and he's running out of breath, and Tony Tony saves him by putting him in the Iron Spider suit, which I thought was really cool. See it launch from You know, one thing that and, was really interesting about his bleeding-edge armor yeah. is that this thing was so fucking overpowered. The nanotech? The nanotech, like... Just spawning swords, hands. I know, it's so cool. It's so cool. My favorite scene is the very beginning when you see the, the uh, like those things come out of his back. Yeah, yeah, the big blasters. Pulse. Yeah, Tony's new armor in this is so awesome. And it's all stored in the arc reactor, mm-hmm. which is removable. He didn't put it back in his chest. It's just a power power unit and storage for which the Which is also suit. interesting because in the original comics, the bleeding edge armor is actually stored in his marrow. Yeah. Which would have been a little bit gross. Yes. But I'm glad that they worked around that. Yeah, it's a nice workaround. It's a nice reach around. And then <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if that suit could do that as well. I know, right? <laughs> suit can do everything. You know that they actually talk about in uh, his Guardians of the Galaxy suit, he actually had a catheter in his suit? Uh-huh. And I'm like, why would you want... Oh. Well, he mentions it in Iron Man 2 that he has a catheter. Oh, that he's able to just pee in a suit, and it processes it. Yeah, but at the same time, catheters aren't fun to put in. No, no, they're not. And he's just kind of like puts it on, takes it off, puts it on, takes it off. Well, he's used to it. He's used to. He's used. Maybe it goes around. Maybe it's not in. Maybe it goes around. I don't know. I have no idea. That's just an uncomfortable circumstance every time. That's like getting anally probed every time you put on your suit. (laughs) Oh, that might happen too. Except it's penal. That might happen too. Maybe there's a thing that goes in. We don't know. This conversation. Maybe that's why he's so spry. This conversation (laughs) derailed. Completely. Yeah, there's you know there's too much of this movie to process. So So then after that part, we basically the the burning ring of fire is trying to get back to uh, because the the space wizard Squidward is trying to torture the Eye of Agamotto out of Strange. They kill him off. By making him do the alien, yeah. Have you, have, have you guys seen this really old movie, Aliens? Is it Aliens or is it Aliens? No, it is Aliens. That it's Aliens, second one. That she has the little thing that gets sucked out of space. Yeah. It happens more than once. No, in the, the third is that the third one where she gives birth to that. That's half? the fourth one. That's the fourth one. Yeah, okay, but it happened in Aliens as well. Oh, okay, cool. Um, but yeah, he gets killed off. Then we cut to the Guardians of the Galaxy. You know, some people think he's sexy. Who? Ebony Maw. Squidward. There's like a big subsection of the culture that is like oddly attracted to him. Are we going to make that Squidward like a facial structure joke? You know, the one where he, uh, that episode where he um, gets his face broken and it turns him more beautiful every time it gets yeah. broken? Uh-huh. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's what's happening. Anyways, uh, there's too much going on. Let's, uh, let's hit the highlights, I guess. But kind of in order not so the next highlight is guardians of the galaxy show up they say hey thor what's up Thor's yeah they, like, they legitimately crash into thor and it's and some and of the a lot of best dialogue, dialogue because uh, all that uh drax wants to talk about is how beautifully sculpted his body is yeah and how inferior star lord feels yeah and 
Gamora is rubbing Thor's muscles, and it's like it's some type of like nymph metal or something like that almost in his skin. And Star Lord is not loving it. No, no, he is not. So then they talk to the Guardians, and Thor's like, "Hey, I'm gonna go get the super OP hammer because that super OP hammer shows up later. It's yeah. Stormbreaker. It's He's a- going to the forge. He's-, He's going to the forge where we see." Oh, that's later. That's later. Um, actually, one of my favorite moments. Well, no, wait, they're growing to nowhere. Yeah. And while well, the Guardians well, they, go they to nowhere. Up. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite lines is actually, one of my favorite exchanges is actually a little before that. It's it's Drax watching uh, Gamora and Star Lord kiss. Uh, I guess that is after. That, that is, is after. after. Uh, it's after they split. But uh, Peter and Gamora are having an intimate conversation where Gamora basically, they're on their way to nowhere. And Gamora's telling Peter to, Peter Quill, to kill her if things go go wrong. If Thanos gets a hold of her, to, to just kill her. Um, and we find out that uh, Drax has been standing there watching for about an hour. And sees him like, kiss and all kinds of stuff. And then Drax is just talking about how he's mastered the art of invisibility because he's moving so slow. He's moving so slow, and then uh, Mantis shows up. Oh, hi, Drax! Yeah. And he just walks away like, damn it. Yeah, I, I laughed so hard. Um, oh, yeah, we forgot to about, talk about the Stan Lee. Uh, Stan Lee appears in this movie real fucking early. Yeah, yeah. He's the bus driver that's taking Peter away that we see. They're on the, a field trip. That's on a field trip. Cool. But back to where we are now. Yeah. So, um, uh, Stan's line is great, though. Oh, what, uh, have you guys ever seen a spaceship before? Yeah. And then we get to uh, Scotland, where Vision and uh, Wanda Wanda are hanging out. And banging. We don't see it, but it's implied. We don't see it, but it's totally implied. And um, so then Cap, Falcon, and Black Widow show up because they get attacked by... They should have just killed them. Proxima Midnight, and I forget the other one. Proxima is... They could have. They had such an easy... They, They should have. That's a mistake on their part. Well, I mean, they did it later in the movie anyway. So yeah. all, all the children of Thanos die. Yeah. Hashtag even Gamora. <laughs> but that's much later in the movie. Talk about jumping around. <laughs> God damn. Um, that's an emotional part to just to just glide over. Yeah, I, I was kind of over it. <laughs> um, damn it, Kurt. <laughs> I was like, this is going to happen. He's Damn crying Kurt. for no reason. Damn it, Kurt. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, then they all go meet up at Avengers headquarters. Which I, I like this exchange, too, because uh, Thunderbolt yeah. Ross is back from Civil War, and it's a direct conversation from Civil War, almost, where uh, Rhodey's talking to, to Ross and is basically like, if they show up, arrest them. Oh, hey, look, here they are. And uh, Ross is like, oh, you think just because everything's going to shit that we're going to just welcome you back. And he tells Rhodey to arrest him. And he's like, yep, on it, and just closes him out. Like, hangs, basically hangs up the phone on him. Yep. And he's like, yeah, that's a court-martial. Yep. Which then is that awkward conversation between Bruce and Natalia. And, or, yeah, so to wrap things back up there, that thread. Oh, yeah, and another thing that's going on the whole time is, like, uh, so there's two people that get asked to kill each other in this movie. Yes. And that's Star-Lord asked to ki- is asked to kill Gamora. Wanda is asked to kill Vision if, to keep yeah. Thanos from the stone. 
Well, both of them die regardless. <laughs> Not necessarily. Uh, Vision might come back. Yeah, I mean... Well, actually, everybody involved dies. Wanda... <laughs> we'll get to that. Why are you why are you so excited to get to the punch? I guess that's how I like my movies. So you had to sit through two hours and thirty minutes before you enjoyed it? When the battle for Wakanda struck, that's when I really enjoyed it. Hey Matt, how's it going? <laughs> he better clean that glass. <laughs> <laughs> yep so uh, there's that um, so yeah they all so while that's happening they decide to go over um, they all the Avengers are like okay let's go over to Wakanda and <laughs> sounds like a field trip yeah pretty much it wasn't honestly it is no they go there because it's one place that they might have an opportunity to get the soul stone out of Vision's head yes but while that's happening, uh, the uh, the Guardians get over to... Well, who's left of the Guardians? Because I forgot to say that Thor... Oh, he's cleaning it. <laughs> awesome. But um, uh, the Guardians are over at Nowhere, and Thanos has already got the Reality Stone. Yeah. And uh, Gamora is asking Quill to kill her while Drax sits in a pile of rubble and uh, manages ribbons. Yeah. That was a really cool effect. I yeah, really I like that, that too. I so, thought that's when, honestly, I thought that they had both died at that point. I was like, okay. Oh, I did too. I, I thought this. I thought so too. I really did. I'm but, glad they did it, but I mean, the I don't know how much of a difference it would have made. It really doesn't make a much. Well, it does make a huge difference because Mantis is the one who holds down Thanos yes. later in the movie. Yes. Which is like really like I thought she was a useless character. No, but she's well, actually very useful. Uh, they show how useful she is when she put Ego to sleep in Guardians 2. Yeah. Ego's arguably more powerful than Thanos. Is he, though? Because yeah. I mean, he, he is a Celestial, but the whole fact of the matter that Thanos walked over the Collector, who's another Celestial, kind of makes me think that Celestials aren't that powerful. Eh. But Jeff Goldblum, you fuck with him, he's going to fuck your shit. We actually don't know what happened to the Collector. Yeah, we don't. We are seeing the collector through a reality stone vision, vision yeah. mirage. Yeah, mirage from the reality stone. So we don't actually know what happened to him. Sure, he's probably dead. But but then after that, um, Gamora gets taken by Thanos because because Thanos Peter couldn't kill her. Peter, Peter should have been quicker to take the shot. Mistake number one from Peter Quill. He made a lot of mistakes in this movie. But even if he was going to take the shot realistically... Nobody could do that. Nobody. I couldn't do that. Well... I couldn't do it. Could you do it? I mean, I don't have a committed relationship, so I, I don't know if I could kill my most loved one. Say it was your mother. Would you be able to pull the trigger and kill one of your parents? Depends on what mood I'm in. <laughs> Depends, Depends on, on how, how pissed off you she's done that yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair, <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Uh... Uh, police officer. <laughs> no, no, but, um... Okay, let me put it to you this way. The love that they share is different than familial love. They yeah, have lustful fair, love. Fair enough, fair enough. Familial love is, you're my family. Yeah. I don't want harm to come to you, but, like, 
the need to breed is different than the need for companionship. And the guardians are family, though. They, that's the whole point of guardians, too, is to establish that they're a family. Yeah, they are. But that's another tangent that we can just skim over. Um, so then Thor gets to with Rocket and Groot, uh, and we find out that Thor actually speaks Groot. Yeah. Uh, because it was an elective in university. Yeah. As Guardian University. Um, I want to go there. Can I get a degree? <laughs> it's going to be as useless as the ones we have. I know. I know. <laughs> um, Actually, one of my favorite scenes comes before, is this one. I absolutely love this scene with Thor and Rocket. It, it's probably the most emotional acting we've gotten out of Chris Hemsworth in six movies. Oh, the ones where he's talking about all his dead, all his dead family? Yeah. He kind of just like shrugs it off. No, he doesn't. Like that's deep. It's he's, deep, but the way that he does it is he—he—he's he, he, holding back all these emotions, but you can still see him on his face. But yet, what he's saying is the normal cocky Thor that we we've always had. But he's able I don't to know. If cocky he, Thor came out until Ragnarok. He, he seemed so serious in Thor and Thor. No, no, he's very Thor cocky Marvel. in the first one. Okay, yeah, he is. Um, Thor 2, though, he was, wasn't very cocky. No. Um, I guess it's a different kind of cocky, but it's that same grandiose Thor that we always have, at least in the lines of his dialogue, but the way he's portraying them, the way he's delivering them, it's emotional. It, it, you can tell he's fighting back all these emotions and still putting up this he, bravado. He's putting up this bravado because literally, like, no more than probably three hours previous, he lost his brother. Yeah, and half, and then over half, half of his, his over half of the population that was still left. So he lost. He lost all his as within. Okay. So within I, a day, he had lost his entire planet, his race, his family, and his his brother. Yeah, and sister and dad, all within the span of no, days. No, his his yeah, his dad he died, but his brother. No, his, uh, his mother died about two years previous. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's, that's longer than that. Another thing is, is, I just realized that Sif showed up in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. And in Norse mythology, Sif and Thor are married. Yeah. And I'm hoping she makes a comeback. I'm sure she will. I hope she does. I mean, we haven't, we haven't seen her Maggie, die. We haven't I seen her Magni die I want Magni and Modi to come into the Marvel Universe. Yeah. Do you know who those are? They're, they're children. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm sure. I'm sure Sif will be back. That's why they stuck so, yeah, the Yeah, the forge. Um, they had they had to save some of the Thor cast just in case they decide to do another one. Yeah. Um. So Thor gets to the forge, and that's where we get to meet Peter Dinklage as a dwarf. Yeah. For once, Peter Dinklage is the tallest person in the room. I don't know if that's in good or bad taste. I I don't know how to feel about that joke. <laughs> But regardless, he's always the, the most thing is it's interesting because you get the Asgardians who are six foot tall people. Yeah. Then you get the giants who are about twelve foot tall people. Yeah. And then you get the dwarfs who are about thirty tall foot people. I know it's awesome. It's awesome. <sighs> not what it I expected. Hurts my Norse mythology boner. It's not what I expected, but it was so cool. It was, yeah. Because the thing is, is for the longest time, I thought this movie was Peter Dinklage was going to be the voice of one of the bad guys. No. Gotcha. I thought he was going to be the guy who tortured Doctor Strange. 
Gotcha. Or Spoofers, whatever you want to call them. Yeah, um, Ebony Mall. So then they have to restart the forge, and uh, Thor takes a lot of damage to restart the forge, but that's much later in the movie. Yeah. So then uh, the Guardians, who go from nowhere over to Titan, meet up with uh, Stark, Spider-Man, and Strange, who are on Titan. Yeah. And they all... That, that's a, I like that, that exchange, the comedic exchange. Yeah. <laughs> Is Footless still the greatest movie ever? Uh, it kind of never was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, well, I, I like how... Okay, obviously it started out as a battle first, which kind of confuses me. If the Guardians saw the ship crash, why would they think it was... Thanos' people because then the ship wouldn't have crashed. Some logic issues in that scene. Oh yeah, and somewhere in there we find out that Thanos has been torturing Nebula because Gamora knows the Soul Stones. Yes, and Gamora can't take Nebula being tortured, so she gives up the location. Which is where we'll flash forward to that later. So pretty much uh, Stark and Star-Lord coming up with a plan like when he shows up because he will show up yeah. this is his home plan oh you you missed one of the you missed one of the uh oh never mind i was gonna say a line and i kind of spaced what it was that line is in the trailer yeah well that one but earlier when they were fighting oh it's the uh star lord mentions uh jesus and that's how stark is like you're from earth i'm from missouri Missouri's on Earth, <laughs> dipshit, or something like that. I, I, I forget what he, exactly how the exchange goes, but that, I was like, yeah, that's funny. That's because good. Stark's like, you're from Earth. Yeah. He says, Jesus, he's like, you're from Earth. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Oh, another thing that they were talking about, another funny quip is, uh, yeah, the, the Avengers. He's like, the world's mighty heroes. Like Kevin Bacon? Yeah. I yeah. mean, I don't know. He, Maybe he's he might, on the roster. <laughs> yeah, he, he might be part of the team now. It's been a while since I've been there. Um, but then, yeah, they come up with a plan on how to take down Thanos. Um, Doctor Strange's fight in this movie is a really fun ride. Yeah. But that's later. So then we get over to where they where the Soul Stone is held, and then there's Red Skull. Yeah. And Red Skull's like, hey, in order to get the Soul Stone, you have to give a life to take a life. Oh, I'm, I'm, I just love, like, Ross McQuaid. Um, I was really upset that Hugo Weaving wasn't Red Skull. In this well, movie. Hugo Weaving soar up and down, and he would never come back, and I think that's part of They kept trying and trying. That's why we never got Red Skull before. Red Skull's face seemed very CGI to this movie. It's because it was. So they didn't do math like they did in the original? No, because they, they basically it looks like they took Hugo Weaving's face and still used like his look and just replaced his voice with Ross McQuaid, who does... He's on The Walking Dead. He's Aaron on The Walking Dead. He does a pretty good Hugo Weaving voice. He is incredible. Look up his impersonations because you will have a fun time. He, he can do a dozen different voices like that. <laughs> he's awesome. And I... It makes sense why they got him to be like, do your best, Hugo Weaving, Red Skull. Okay, I can do that. So, so I'm, basically, I'm okay. Thanos like, pushes Gamora off the off the cliff to get the Soul Stone. But and this, you're, you're you're glossing over that. Like, that's such a powerful scene. Even if we know it's happening. And the thing is, is like Thanos through this whole movie has shown nothing but love for Gamora. Like, yeah, he's, he literally, he, legitimately, the only thing he loves in this world is Gamora. Yeah, 
It's such a tragedy of what he has to do. It, it, it just brings that the character's depth. You know, he's actually so like he strong. legitimately is crying and stuff. Once he realizes that he has to kill her to get the soul stone, he almost can't go through with it. But his Josh Brolin's performance in this, I almost forget that Thanos is CGI. The CGI was so good, and his portrayal was so great that you feel every ounce of pain that Thanos is feeling in this movie. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's a powerful portrayal. And, you know, I don't, I don't think... If anybody knows anything about Gamora, she's probably not dead. Oh, there's... Okay, at the end of this movie, there's no way these people are going to stay fucking dead. Well, you'd think any of them that died before the snapping would possibly stay dead, but we already see There are a few that I want to stay dead. Um, That that we'll address later. So, Gamora's probably... Immediately after her death, you see her talking to Thanos, or Thanos seeing her in the soul realm. Mm -hmm. So, we'll we'll see. We'll see what... They're not going to kill her off. And I I think once Thanos is defeated or, or killed, that she'll be back. Thanos almost gets killed at the end of the movie, though. Yeah. But that's... We're still going to get to that. I know. Because David wants to do this... Well, no, I said it was taking a while, but we're trying to do this pretty fast. We're still skipping so much, and it's still taking a while because there's so much to do in this movie. Yeah, because that's... It's a dense movie. So, next thing that happens is after Thanos gets the Soul Stone, Thor and uh, Rocket actually get Stormbreaker. Yeah. And that's a good 20 minute scene I, I, I love that okay they didn't have a handle like prepared yeah. for, for Stormbreaker which I thought was odd like why wouldn't you have that handle right there when you break but it but then at the same time you saw the release photos for Stormbreaker like that looks pretty fucking Groody to me yeah and it and then is. it did, turns out to be Groot so Groot's always going to be with Thor now in some fashion. I think that's really cool. And that's interesting because they kill him off later. He might sprout from no, Stormbreaker. I don't Which also so. makes me think, does Stormbreaker still have a handle if he dies? I thought that too. Like, we'll, we'll discuss. Um, but yeah, then, then basically... Just tie we, those things, the, the, the axe hammer and the hammerhead to his fists and yeah. start... Using so, them as brass knuckles, right? Yes. So this is now the the big climax of the movie. Like we're getting the 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 two fights. We're getting the fight in Wakanda and the fight on Titan. No, we haven't even covered how uh, uh, they're, they're starting to fight with Titan, fighting on Titan. Yeah, yeah. But because they both kind of happen concurrently. They do. That's right. So um, Spider Man, Star Lord, Tony Stark, um, Doctor Strange. Oh man, Doctor Strange's fighting skills in this movie are really cool. It, you know, we did miss something earlier when they were were discussing their plan. Um, Doctor Strange had just witnessed 14 million different outcomes of their fight with Thanos, and only one of them they won. Which everyone's like, everyone's complaining because during this fight, at the end, uh, it's so close. The fight, the fight is so close with Thanos that they almost get the gauntlet off of his hand. But Peter Quill is a idiot. 
which is why your argument that Peter Quill might as well have been a villain in this movie. Yeah, um, which and we, he paid for his life with it. We so. know he's a hothead. We we've seen that. We saw his reaction to Ego when he found out Ego killed his mom. Peter Quill runs on emotion, but when he found out that Thanos had killed Gamora, they almost had him beat. They almost had the gauntlet off. And if Peter had his wits about him, Peter could use the gauntlet. Peter could wield the Infinity Gauntlet. To bring her back. To bring her back, to take on Thanos. Peter, uh, he, he can hold Infinity Stones. Mm-hmm. We know Peter can use that gauntlet. Can he, though? Because Ego's dead, or quote-unquote dead. Yeah. He lost I his celestial he... ability, didn't he? He could hold that stone before he even got onto the planet. Yeah, but but they mention in the in the Guardians too is like he couldn't if access you die, his powers until he he's still ancient. He's still old. Like still has ancient blood. Like the way that the way it's described, he still had. Now all I'm thinking about is Guardians of the Galaxy and Dairy Queen and how much I want Dairy Queen. <laughs> but yeah, I think I, I think I think Peter could wield the gauntlet if he would have just taken his time. Mm-hmm. Kept his wits about him. So then the Wakandan fight starts while they're... Well, uh, well yeah, okay. Never Wakanda, mind. and they're trying to take the stone out of um, Vision's head. Uh-huh. And... Shuri's doing her technical wizardry to try to get that out. Is it technical or is it actual? I feel like I it might know, be right? actual wizardry. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's um, technical. She's, she's the Wakandan Tony Stark. Yeah. But, um, but smarter, as which is great because uh, there's an exchange with Shuri and Banner, and she's like, "Why in the world would you guys connect it this way?" And Banner's just like, "We didn't think about it." <laughs> she's basically like, "Of course you didn't." But um, the battle starts. Uh, Captain America gets two boxing glove shields. Yeah. Um, Black Panther gets all of his uh, people ready to fight. And Hulk shows up in the Hulkbuster because yeah. the Hulk will not show up past the fight with Thanos because he got his ass kicked so hard. That's not why. Hulk erectile dysfunction happens. Um, and the battle ensues, and it's just a lot of insect fighting. Uh, you know what I thought was really funny <laughs> is that they were talking about fighting insects, and I was like, what if Spider-Man... Oh, one thing we skipped over is how the iron uh, iron spider suit actually shows up the legs. Yeah, yeah. And I was really happy about that. Um, except they don't show three, they show four. So technically, it does make it the iron spider. Which they've retconned that the iron spider in the comics does have four. Anytime it's outside of its original couple of appearances. Okay, but regardless, um, That's the because fight the for Wakanda happens, and then the fight for the Infinity Gauntlet happens... Blah, 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 blah. Thanos gets the time stone from um, Doctor Strange because for some reason he has a turnaround where Tony Stark's like, spare Tony Stark and I'll give you the, the, the stone. Because. Do you not know why? Why? Strange saw one outcome in which they won. It either involved Tony has to be alive or giving him the time stone is the only way to win. Okay. Doctor Strange saw every outcome and they only win one. And later when Strange is getting dusted, he tells Tony it was the only way. 
hmm, that makes sense. Yeah. But um, another thing is, is so many people get fucking stabbed in this movie and survive their stab. Like, literally. Vision got stabbed a dozen times. Oh, yeah, but he he's, he's technically not. He doesn't have organs. Yeah. He's technically hardware. But Tony Stark gets... Why are you giving me that confused look? He is hardware. He's walking hardware. It's a synthetic body. I think there's more to it than that. Because it's flesh. Remember, we find out in Age of Ultron because they used the same technology for to make Vision that they did to patch up Clint. That's right. Somewhere in between the two. Yes. yes. Firmware. Let's say firmware. Firmware is technology. But firmware is half software, half... Regardless. Yes. Um, yes. So, um, Tony Stark gets gets stabbed right through what I would say the intestines. Just put some biofoam on and is like, I'm all good. Yeah, pretty Not, much. And I'm just... That's one of the parts that was like... You're, you literally have shit flowing through your veins right now. You've got to have some really fucking disastrous infections going on in you right now. At the bare fucking minimum. Yeah, we'll see. Well, they're also on Titan. And how are they breathing? We don't know that Good there's point. oxygen on Titan. So Good at point. some point, you gotta kind of just be like... Good point. It's a comic book It's movie. just like in Star Wars, The Last Jedi, how the bombers dropped bombs in space. Yeah. And like, what the fuck? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. That doesn't make sense. It's cool, but it doesn't make sense. Um, so now Thanos has the Time Stone, and he goes to Earth to get the last one from um, Vision. Vision's skull. But you, before this, before this, um, we get some of the, I think, probably the most badass moment in this movie. So all the heroes in Wakanda start like falling. Uh, Hulkbuster's covered in, in monsters. Uh, oh yes, caps, caps getting overtaken. And the thing that they talk about is that Stormbreaker has the ability to summon the, the, the Bifrost, Bifrost, and, and then Thor shows up. Shit, Thor shows up and he just fucking wrecks everybody. Thor and Rocket and Groot. Show oh yeah, up. and also Thor gets his eye back because uh, Rocket <laughs> has a, a spare eye that he I mean, won. I would have washed that first. That he stole. He stole the eye. Yeah, One the thing is, is they make that that's that reference eye. from, uh, I forget the movie, he's like, I had to sneak that out through my, and you're yeah. like, oh yeah, uh-huh. he probably had to shove it up his butt. Yeah. Uh-huh. And but Thor just pops it in. Whatever. Whatever, yeah. Um, but then the fight gets really, really good. Like, the, the, the final fight is amazing. It's so badass. Until they actually, Thanos shows up. Because then, by the time Thanos shows up, all of his generals are dead. Yeah. And they're like, oh, shit. I, I want to talk about more about this, like, Thor entrance first. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, it, it's the most badass. But, like, now the fight completely turned. All the heroes are starting to, to, to win. To win. When before, they, they weren't. But there's a great moment where... Uh, Winter Soldier picks Rocket up and they just start shooting in a circle. That was, yeah. And then they set him down and Rocket's just like, I, he's like, how much for the gun? Not for sale. How much for the arm? No, not for sale. And then Rocket's like, I'm going to get that arm. <laughs> just, it was such a great, like, Rocket moment. It's just like, yes. So, so then Thanos shows up. Also, uh, Thor and Rocket are the best duo in the entire movie. They are just the best. I want to see more of the adventures of Thor and Rocket. Like, oh, yeah, because he keeps calling him Rabbit. Yeah. And honestly, I feel like now that Rocket's on Earth, he's probably like the next Avengers. He's actually going to figure out what he is. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, he's the only... 
He's the only one left, so he's sticking I mean, around. he's not the only raccoon left. No, no, but half of them have died. <laughs> huh. That's what I am. Yeah, exactly. Um, but well, yeah, or you know what I think they're gonna do is they're gonna have some sort of like this is this is my fandom kicking in is like they're gonna have some random female raccoon just show up and he's gonna be like anybody anybody else notice how good looking that that animal looks like she is smoking right now <laughs> right and everybody's like what do you mean <laughs> he might take her with him. I feel like that's going to happen. Like, he's going to find some, literally, like, a raccoon going through the garbage. Yeah. And he's just going to be like, holy shit. She fine. Yeah. Or, or call her a trash panda. <laughs> but um, that's beside the point. So Thanos shows up on the field, and, like, he fucking just tosses and everybody aside like they're sticks. During this, like, he's on his way. It's basically him running the gauntlet through the Avengers, which taking them out one by one it's where you, you get that epic shot of uh in the trailer of steve holding his hand and like keeping him like trying to keep him at bay and nope he just gets smacked to the side literally bitch slapped i feel yeah. like this is pimp slap yeah he gets bitch slapped yeah yeah he gets bitch slapped and um then wanda has to kill and we find out wanda's the strongest avenger like she's by far the strongest one of them she holds back Thanos easier than anybody and is able to destroy an Infinity Stone at the same time. And she's stupid powerful. But then the thing is, is he kind of just looks at her as like, you think you stopped something? And then he turns on the time stone, rewinds time, yeah. and there's uh, Vision. Then he picks Vision up, puts his hand in his skull, reaches Locks out, it out, and then Wanda's just like, fuck. Yeah. She literally just like kills over. Pretty much. And then, um, then we get Thor, Thor coming in. He th- after he's got the last gauntlet, yeah, his in his gauntlet. Throw, Thor throws Stormbreaker right into the chest. Or right, should have gone for the head. And Thanos says, "Should have gone for the head." And then, the snapping. Oh man, so so emotional. And one by one, I, I think Mantis might be the first one we see go. Maybe. No, it was it was Bucky. It was Bucky. Bucky's the first one we see go. So the way that they do this effect, if you haven't heard, is um, all, all we, we are is dust, dust in the, the wind. wind. They literally turn to dust. Yeah, they they do. Um, so here is the kill count. Who who dies? Winter Soldier. Falcon. Um, Black Panther. Black Panther. That surprised me. Like really. I mean, but I know they're not really dead. Black Panther, Groot, Drax, Mantis, Star-Lord. That also surprised me. Star-Lord really surprised me. Um, Spider-Man. Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Nick Fury. Um, Nick. Well, that's in the post-credits. Still happens. Nick Fury and Robin from How I Met Your Mother. Agent Hill. No, it's, it's, it's Robin. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, along with 50% of all civilization, just disappear into ash. Yep. Pretty Did much. Did I miss anyone? Wanda. Yeah. Wanda's Wanda. 
So then, at the very end of the movie, who we are left with are which the, you point the, out the OG Avengers. It's the original Avengers. You've got Hawkeye. Well, which Ant-Man. we don't. We don't know, but we know they're in the next one. But we don't see them. They're not in this movie. Hawkman. Hawkman. What did you say? Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Ant Man. Tony Stark. Hulk. Thor. Cap. Cap. Rocket. And these are the original Avengers. And then we also have Rocket, Nebula. Yeah. You know, the funny thing is, is on Titan, literally the only two people that are left are Stark and Nebula. Yeah. The rest of them all die. I, I want to talk about something during this. So, it, it, did you notice who had the strongest reaction to getting dusted? Spider-Man? Spider-Man. And there's a great theory as to why. Spiders, or the Peter's spider sense. Probably, as soon as Thanos got that last stone, probably started going off. And especially as soon as the snap happened. Even though he was the last one on Titan to get dusted, he, his spider sense was already processing what was happening before it even started happening. Hmm. So by the time that he it happens, he knows he's dying. He knows he's going. That's why his reaction is so strong. And everybody else is just kind of clueless besides, besides Mantis, who is probably feeling the fear that it's starting to go around because she kind of has some reaction. She knows something just happened. But you have Peter breaking down crying. Okay, I want to go. I don't want to go. go. And Which was improv. That was improv. Literally? Yeah. He, Tom Holland did that on the set. No one knew it was gonna like that. He was gonna do that. That was improv. And you know the first thing that I thought of when I heard him say, "I don't want to go." The tenth Doctor. I was like, "I don't want to go." Yeah. It's like, no, Spider-Man, please don't go. Right. <laughs> like, I think Peter's disappearance or death is the strongest, strongest thing in that movie. I, I almost, uh, I didn't cry. Yeah, his death is the most powerful. Yeah. But the one, the one that surprised me the most was, like, Black Panther just kind of just, there's no, like, oh, protect Wakanda. It's literally like, this is no place to die, and then he just fades off. And I'm like, first off, there's no way that Black Panther's staying dead because he's made too much money for Marvel. Exactly. Exactly. Um, Um, I do think it will be neat because other people do take up the mantle of Black Panther in the comics for short periods of time. Uh, Shiri's been... Black Panther at one point, and so has Okaya. So I really hope one of them is Black Panther in the next in the next Avengers. Well, technically, Neri would be the closest because she's technically of royal blood. Yeah. So hopefully they put on. And uh, then as soon as that happens, as soon as everyone's dead, we see Thanos, who talked about earlier in the movie, is like, "What I want to do when I'm done with when I've snapped my fingers is yeah. I just want to wake up, see a sunrise on a." perfectly balanced universe and Thanos gets to see that yeah he walks he, out of his hut his, he gets his reward he walks out of his hut and sees a, a hat but this is while he's still clutching his chest like we he might be thir- thoroughly injured yeah so he's clutching his chest and he's looking over the sunrise and he's just like I did it yeah and well before we see that he, he's back in the soul realm and 
little Gamora asks him again what the cost was. And he says everything. Which just goes to show, like, it wasn't easy for him to do what he did. But it's what he he found to be the right thing. You know what really surprised me about this whole movie, now that we're done covering uh-huh. it, is um, what the fuck is vibranium from? We thought for a, a while. You, know, you and me, we both thought that it was going to be where the soul stone was. It was Wakanda. Yeah, yeah, because of the spiritual aspect of Wakanda and the... Dr- but then where does the power of vibranium come from? Just metal. I think you're confusing the vibranium itself, the metal itself, with T'Challa being able to talk to his ancestors, which it's that realm which we thought was probably due to the Soul Stone, which we were wrong. But it and then also at the end of this movie, there are no like animated. No, it goes it goes to black. It goes it's, to black. It's literally just white and black black background with white what, credits. What was the what was the last line? There was only two Captain songs America. in the entire movie. Yeah, yeah. Only two. Rubber movie. Band Band. Yeah, and then like the Black Panther theme. Yeah. Uh huh. The rest of it was all original score, which is surprising to me. Yeah, uh, that's awesome. And then we get the post-credit scene where you see uh, Robin and uh, I'm not going to call her what you want me to call her. Maria Hill. Yeah, Aunt Robin. And Robin and uh, Sam Jackson calling on Captain Marvel. Yeah, because everybody starts disappearing, including them, and it almost gave us the. Uh, Sam Jackson's motherfucker in the Marvel Universe. Almost. Almost. Enough. It's enough to say he did it. Motherfuck. It was awesome. And then we we see this old old pager looking thing contacting Captain Marvel, which is great because the movie's set in the nineties. So it's just great to see that oh they adapted this pager technology. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, we get uh, Thanos will return. Not the Avengers. Not the Avengers. It says Thanos will return. Mm-hmm. Because, again, this was Thanos' movie. As much as as much as much the Avengers are in it and they play a part in it, it is Thanos' movie. Now, there are some criticisms. One, uh, a friend Hold of mine... On. I want to hear your, your Hulk theory about why he'll get to it. it. I'll get to it. It's part of, part of this. Um, so... What are we sitting at right now? We are sitting at an hour. Okay. Um, we have to wrap it up at some point because it's one nineteen. and I have to be on the clock at 2 um, okay so one of my friends uh, his name's James he, he mentioned he had issues with the movie so I reached out to him messaged him on Facebook asking him what they are and alright this is, this is what he said uh, the first one is Thanos' motivations it had one very serious plot hole no one's talking about. If you had uh, unlimited cosmic power, why use it to destroy when you could use it to create? Uh, the comics explain why he would rather destroy than create, but the movie didn't explain that one at all. He just, he just cares about life, so what's his goal? To preserve life? Well, with the Infinity Gauntlet, he could just easily create enough substance for everyone, negating any destruction. Valid point. No, it's not. If Thanos had already believed in genocide before he had the power of the gauntlet, he already has an obsession with death. Sure, this might be an out for a stable person, but Thanos was called the Mad Titan for a reason. If someone already sees genocide as the only option, that's the only option. Okay. And I think 
there's a line in it where Thanos mentions that a the, good calling is needed. Yes, but also that the universe has finite resources. Mm-hmm. He can't just create new resources with the gauntlet. And everything has a price. So maybe, maybe he, in doing, if he would have created enough substance for everybody, what would have been the cost of that? Would other people have had to die anyway to create substance? Soil like greenest people. Huh? Soil like greenest people. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I think it's a, a flawed criticism. Okay. I, I think it, I really do think it's there. Because that option never would have presented itself into someone who already thought that way. Correct. I mean, he's... He knows what he has to do. It's not like, oh, I'm going to be a good guy. He doesn't kill half the people knowing that, that I'm going to bring them all back. But, in, but in, his, in his eyes, he sees that as the only way to save people. Yeah. To save the universe. The universe is And finite. I can understand where he's coming from because, historically speaking, when there's mass dieouts, the going yeah. gets tough and the tough get going. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It, it, it makes sense. That's part of what makes him such a good character is what he thinks he's doing is right, and it makes sense. Yeah, it makes complete sense, and he uses Gamora's home world as a reason for this. It's like, look at Gamora. Look at your planet now. It's flourishing. It's better than it ever was because of what I did. So before Thanos gets the gauntlet, he's already seen already seeing what his his way does and that his way works mm-hmm. so why would he why would why would the mad titan thanos instantly change his ways it, it, it's a that's a stupid that's a stupid thing uh, no offense james i understand your criticism but you are wrong who's next um this is also for he, he gave me three reasons um so the next one, I think he just missed the line. I, he had only seen the movie one time. Um, then there's Stark and him having the reactor back in his chest. Wasn't that the whole plot of the third movie? I didn't see the third movie, so I don't really care. Oh, really? You didn't see Iron Man 3? Still haven't seen it. Really? It's good. and It's fun. I like it. It's actually my, one of my top ten Marvel movies. I, I really enjoy Iron Man 3. Um, but yeah, in the movie, Tony removes the arc reactor from his chest. And basically says he's going to retire from Iron Man. <laughs> but we never we never see him retire. It's never a thing that happens. He mentions it, that he's oh taking a back seat, he's letting the Avengers do things, but immediately after the events of Iron Man 3, he has to hunt down the remains of Hydra and get the staff back. Okay, now he's been Iron Man for, say, a whole other year after the events of Iron Man 3. In Civil War, we see him taking a semi-retirement. That's why he doesn't have his suit on him. He just has that, like, his watch that allows him to have a repulsive mm-hmm. blast. Like, I don't know. It, it, there, there's not enough there to complain about, especially in the, since in Infinity War, he says it's his insurance because he's afraid of what might come. And that's not in his stress. He mentions it's removable. He can just take it off. It's just the housing unit for the nanobots. So, that's... Okay, and what's the third point? All right, so the third one. third one involves the Hulk. 
Then there was the Hulk, who didn't, who, uh, who went down like a chump. If you, if it was anyone else, I could understand. But the Avengers, uh, but Avengers: Age of Ultron had the Hulk that just wouldn't quit, uh, stop fighting. It took a building being dropped on him to get him to pass out. In Ragnarok, he was fighting everything. So why would he refuse to fight after a tussle with Thanos? Shouldn't that just fuel his anger to fight? So, first off, uh, the Hulk battle in Age of Ultron. That wasn't Banner's doing. That wasn't the Hulk's doing. He was under control from Wanda. Wanda had gotten in his mind and made him do that. So I, I don't think you can count that one. Okay. I mean, you could, but at the same time... But literally, in Ragnarok, he takes on the embodiment of... He literally takes on one of the most powerful MCU characters, Sator. Yeah. He doesn't kill him. He doesn't kill him. He doesn't beat him. He doesn't beat him, but the thing is, is he could have. Sure. But why... I I really want to hear what your theory is on this. Why is it that Banner's having erectile dysfunction with the Hulk? This is, it's not based on anything. The couple of people I've shared it with have really liked it, which I'm really surprised at. One of them's a big stickler on, on things. Uh, my original co-host, David Gilman, I shared it with him, and he absolutely loves it. Um, so, the next movie's an ending. Uh, it's wrapping up everybody's story. That's the basis for it. So, in Thor Ragnarok, the Hulk had been the Hulk since Age of Ultron. Multiple years as the Hulk. Two years. At least. At least two years. Um, when he finally becomes Banner again, he, Banner says, if I become the Hulk, I might not be able to come back. And then, even when Banner tries to become the Hulk again, it doesn't happen right away. He no longer has that Instantaneous. We see it at the end of Ragnarok. It's not because of him getting his ass kicked. He's only able to do it, do it after, you know, falling and breaking his neck. So my, my basis. Everybody that says it's because he got his ass kicked, go back and watch Thor Ragnarok. He couldn't do it at the end of the movie. Just get to the point. <laughs> why? I want. I want to know. I know. That's why I'm leading you on. So, you, you have this. I think, after, because he remained the Hulk for so long, and the gamma radiation required for the transformation, not to maintain, but for the transformation itself, is draining the Hulk of his gamma radiation. Hmm. So, maybe there's only a couple more left in him, and the Hulk knows that. So... You have him again at the beginning of Age of Ult- or at the beginning of Infinity War. Another life or death situation. He has to become the Hulk to survive. For Banner to live, and for him to live, he has to become the Hulk. He has no choice. That's why he doesn't become the Hulk at all through the rest of the movie because it's not necessary. None of those were life or death situations. So I, I picture it in Infinity War Part 2. We will have one last hoorah of the Hulk. You'll have this conversation between the Hulk and Banner explaining the situation. Banner will find out that his gamma levels are low. Like, oh shit, I, I'm 
almost cured what is going on. And then that's when we find out that the Hulk is dying. But I think we'll get that last transformation, that last bit of energy in one last awesome fucking moment with the Hulk. And it'll be a tragic ending. You'll get the death of the monster. It'll be a great ending for the Hulk. You get that tragic... You know, like any, any horror movie, the Hulk's always been the monster. He's always been the Frankenstein. So you get the tragic ending for the Hulk, but Banner gets his happy ending. So he'll, at the end of the fight, he'll willingly go back to Banner. Oh, the yeah, Hulk I forgot to mention that uh, Black Widow's also dead. No, she's not. She's not? No. Oh, never mind. She's not dead. No, Natalie's, a, Natalie's alive. She's an original Avenger. It's all the original Avengers that are still alive. Oh, okay. So you, you have the Hulk dying, but Banner gets his happy ending. I can see it. I, I think it would be a perfect way to wrap up the character. And then yeah, at the end, so things that are going to happen at the next Infinity War or whatever it's going to be called. Um, uh, I'm there's a big pull for Avengers Forever because we already know that um, like there were behind the scenes photos that came out that show the Battle of New York, but now Ant Man's there. Okay, so it definitely involves time in some fashion. So the fact that it involves time and it's a fourth movie. Please call it Avengers Forever. That'd be so great. But what's going to happen, that we know what's going to happen is, for, for endings to be true endings, um, Tony's going to get married. Yes. And fully retire. And fully retire. Hulk's going to not be Hulk, I guess. Yeah, I, that's my theory. I, like Steve I said, Rogers is going to die. Please let him die. Yeah, oh, Please yeah. let him die so that one of the other ones can take over. Bucky will pick up the shield. Yeah, the, the trilogy's always been about Bucky and Cap. So, um, what else is going to happen? Uh, Banner's going to get married to Widow. Well, I don't think they'll get married, but they'll definitely go kiss. off together. They'll go off together. They'll have a kiss, yeah. at least. They kissed in Age of Ultron. I don't remember this. Or at least got close to it. Whatever. Um, Vision and Wanda will have kids if Vision comes back. I, and that's actually something I meant to bring up, too. It looked like Shuri had it all but disconnected. Like, if you look at the computer before she shuts it down, it looks like it's kind of just there. And just not taken out yet. Mm-hmm. It looked like it, it, all the neurons had been disconnected. So I think, it, I think that would get replaced with a power source. An arc reactor? Hmm? Huh? An arc reactor? Maybe. Um... Thor and Sif are going to get married, and he's going to become the All-Father. I don't know about that, but I think Asgard will set up shop on Earth like he does in the comics. Regardless, he'll become All-Father Thor. Um, Hawkeye will actually retire, legitimately. And Peter Parker will be Peter Parker. Yeah. Well, we... That's Maybe he might enter the Spider Verse. No, because that movie's coming out in December from it's Sony from Animation. The uh, Spider Man uh, Enter the Spider Verse that comes out in December, and it looks so much better than Venom. Venom looks like a Venom dog looks shit. Like shit. Oh my god! That so yeah, that wraps up our. We loved Infinity War. I don't it was know great. Like was the, the thing fantastic. is, is when I walked out of the theater, I had no idea what emotions to feel. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I had no idea, and it's kind of it's kind of sad to see it sitting at 
only 84% on Rotten Tomatoes. But look at how much it's grossed. Oh, yeah. So I have that up, actually. Um, the This was the three-day gross for Avengers Infinity War. It was... Uh, Which would have been until Monday. Yeah, it was uh, Friday through Sunday. Mm-hmm. It was domestic, about 250. I think that was actually lower than what it ended up being, the final numbers. These were the estimations on Sunday. Um, 250 million, $250 million. Foreign, $380 million, with a worldwide of $630 million. That was the Sunday estimation not quite final. I've seen higher numbers for the final. I think domestic ended up being uh, 260. So it beat Last Jedi, or the, uh, not The Last Jedi, uh, Force Awakens by $13 million for <laughs> opening weekend. That's incredible. Um, and then it, it beat uh, worldwide release. It beat uh, Fate of the Furious by an insane amount of money, which previous held that record too. But overall, worldwide total, $630 million. Which is more than Justice League could ever claim to run the entire time it was yeah. there. Uh, so Justice League's worldwide gross for the, night, or for the 17 weeks it was in theaters, it was $657 million. So as of Sunday, it was only $27 million off, surpassing the entire Which it probably has made by now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It crossed it uh, yesterday. With my help. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. It, not only did it have the highest opening day ever, it had the highest opening and highest Sunday. That's why... See, I had so much free time Sunday, and I was thinking, I could go see it today, but I was like, I really don't want to go to the theater today. Yeah. It, me and my parents went again on Sunday, and it was, it was still, really still packed. Yeah, it was nuts. But yeah, the movie is incredible. It's sitting at 84% on Rotten Tomatoes, and a lot of those reviews are just kind of like, they, uh, there's too much in it. But fuck them. Because, yeah, there's a lot in it, but you know what? It all had to be covered. They still managed to do this. tell a cohesive story. And they did it. And it's the culmination of 10 years of movies. Which they make a harken out to that at the very beginning of the movie. Yeah, yeah. The Marvel Studios with 10. Yeah. Um, it's the 18th movie, 19th movie in their franchise, and they bring it all together. It's the most ambitious thing ever made, and it just blew everybody away. So these people that are saying there's too much going on, well, uh, sorry. sorry. Sorry, yeah. Yeah. Sorry your attention span's too short. Yeah, right? Sorry you can't follow the plot of this movie, which is pretty simple. There's, there's a lot going on, but it's a pretty simple plot. Stop this guy from getting these. It's a pretty simple plot. Um, user reviews for it are at 93%. So people like you and me love it way more. Than people who are just there to sit, like, what do I think of this movie? And one thing that we've, we've noticed over the past six months when I started looking at the user reviews normally they're shitting all over a movie but this they're just they're jizzing all over it they just love it um, if anybody has any thoughts or criticisms that they want to share with me reach out to us direct message us on our Facebook page or Twitter at go ahead and yell at me I always find it funny when people yell at me like yeah it is funny <laughs> please sing Kurt Heat, man. I will read it on air 
Um, yeah, reach out to it. It's literally like I get a parcel in the mail. I hate you. That's all it says. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> reach out to us. We'll read it on here. And I would love, if you have any other criticisms, I'm, I'm game to shut it down. Like, I, I will come up with a reason why yours works or why yours doesn't work. I'll do it right now. Just email us. Uh, you can email me directly at uh, davidwest at kindofepicshow.com. Email me right now. Do it. Title it Avengers Infinity War. You're an asshole. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes, do that, and I will prove you wrong. <laughs> also, I do, I do want to say, fuck the trailers that showed us the Hulk during the Wakanda battle. Didn't show up. Didn't show up. He's not in it. And we are actually way over. We're an hour and 13 minutes. But uh, they did have a new Ant-Man and the Wasp trailer come out, which I guess gives us something to talk about next week. We yep. Do that. We'll talk about that next week. Yep. All right. And, yeah, we can talk about that. Venom. There's other stuff to talk about. There's a new solo trailer, which comes out in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. I got the Lando Pop, by the way. I got nice. the Don- Donald Glover, Lando, Calrissian, Funko Pop. He's got such a weird name. Like, I couldn't take, like, somebody whose name is Donald, and they go by Don. Okay, I understand. Okay. But the name Glover, he, he just sounds like a goofy character. And he is a goofy character. Danny Glover? Yeah. There's Danny Glover that was in Lethal Weapon movies and Predator 2. Yeah. He's not the first black guy with the last name Glover. I know, but it, it just seems like... I mean, it's like, it's you like take it more of, seriously It's like my friend who has two, two first names. His first name is Stuart. His last name is Wilson. Stuart Wilson. It's two first names. That's a decent name. My mom wanted to name me Wesley. I can see it. Fuck that. Wesley West? No. It sounds like an awful superhero. Sounds like a whiny kid off of Star Trek The Next Generation. Sounds like a whiny kid off of Ready Player One. Yeah, right? <laughs> right? Oh, oh well. Yeah, reach out to us. Give us your hate mail. We, I would love to read it because it would be funny. Yep. And I'm Kurt Steiner. David West. See you guys next time. Bye. Hey listeners, this is Micus, creator of the kind of epic theme song, Zombie Kids. If you're interested in finding out more about my music, you can check me out at micusmusic.com. Also, I am on iTunes, Facebook, and SoundCloud. You can look me up as Micus Music, and that's M-I-K-U-S, and you know the rest. Alright, peace out everyone. Keep listening.